This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. My brothers and sisters, it's important for us to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We claim to be Muslims, but many of us are not submitters unto Allah. We claim to be people who love Allah, but we don't understand the creation that the same Allah has made. And this is why the gift of peace and stability is by far one of the biggest gifts that you and I could have. No nation can ever succeed if there is no peace and stability. So it is your duty and mine to ensure that we leave no stone unturned to making sure that there is peace and stability. May Allah help us to reach out to those who hate us. May Allah help us to reach out to those who disagree with us in a positive way such that we can resolve matters rather than creating bigger matters. Today I've been asked to speak about Surah Al-Hujurat, the Surah number 49 in the Quran named after the chambers. In it there is a lot of etiquette and manners. The reason is my brothers and sisters, Allah created you and I. But you are not the only person in existence, nor am I. Many times people fail because they think they are the only ones. They think they are God's gift to mankind, yet they are not. Subhanallah. Remember, don't develop an attitude. Don't think you're a big deal. You're just a mere creature of Allah. Just like everyone else, you were also astray and Allah guided you. Perhaps you may not yet be guided. Who knows? May Allah guide us all. So my brothers and sisters, you are judged by Allah based on how you treat the rest of the creatures that the same Allah has made. If you look at the man next to you, look at the person who hates you, dislikes you. Didn't the same Allah make him or her who made you? So what makes you such a big deal? Why don't you treat them good, with goodness, fairly? Why don't you reach out to them to resolve the matter? They are your brothers and sisters and guess what? The rest of the creation was made by the same Allah. If you believe in the status of Allah as a creator, how can you damage or harm another whom Allah has created as well? If you hurt someone, it means you don't believe in Allah. The reason is that same Allah made them as He made you. So who gives you the authority to think you are allowed to hurt another creature of Allah? So Surah Al-Hujurat is not only addressing your relationship with Allah, but more so your relationship with the creatures of Allah, those you agree with, those you love, as well as those you dislike and detest and perhaps hate. How to treat them? Allah makes mention of it. We start off the beginning of the Surah where Allah makes mention of Himself and the Messenger, peace be upon Him, and the relationship we're supposed to be having with them as Muslimin, as believers. We believe that the Prophet Muhammad is the best of creation, the most noble of all Prophets of Allah. Nobody who says, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah, hates the Prophet. Nobody. Those who claim that someone who says, La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah hates the Prophet, they themselves are wrong. Because nobody can believe this is a messenger of Allah, the best of creation, the most noble of all prophets, and then they don't like him. That's absurd. It is foolish. Perhaps if they don't do things the way you think they should be doing, then you think that they don't like him, but they may be loving him more than you think you do. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide our minds and souls. May Allah guide our hearts and grant us Jannatul Firdaus. This notion that you're supposed to be hating people comes from the devil. Remember that. 
If someone wants to instill in your heart that you have to hate others, it comes from the devil directly. The shaitan wants you to fight with each other. Where do we get that from? It's the same surah, surah al-Hujurat. So my beloved brothers and sisters, Allah tells you how He is the Creator. And immediately after that, He tells you how important Muhammad, peace be upon him, is for those who believe. May Allah grant us the ability to follow the footsteps of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa Immediately after that, Allah tells you, watch your manners, watch your etiquettes. Don't raise your voice in front of the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa Watch how you speak to the Messenger, peace be upon him. Watch how you call him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us goodness and an understanding. Remember my brothers and sisters, still we may have differences of opinion amongst us. We may have differences of opinion amongst us. This verse is literally speaking about yelling and screaming in the presence of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or raising your voice in his presence. Yes, indeed. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَرْفَعُوا أَصْوَاتَكُمْ فَوْقَ صَوْتِ النَّبِيِّ وَلَا تَجْهَرُوا لَهُ بِالْقَوْلِ كَجَهْرِ بَعْضِكُمْ لِبَعْضٍ تَحْبَطَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تَشْعُرُونَ Oh, you who believe, don't raise your voices above the voice of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And don't address him in a way that you would be addressing one another, lest your deeds be wasted and you don't even realize. As much as we've understood the literal meaning, we need to know it goes beyond that. It goes deeper than that. And it is a great lesson for us. It is a lesson for us, for the Nabi of Allah. We need to understand his system, his style, his speech, his ways, his teachings for us are prime. If he has taught something and you are teaching something else, what do you think your relationship with him is? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soften our hearts to the truth. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soften our hearts to love one another, to be able to understand that with our differences, we will continue to love one another. And this is a challenge. This is a challenge that I have made for myself and I ask every one of us to make as Muslims. The challenge is, will you love each other? Will you love those who say the shahada? Will you love those who say Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wa Ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu? Even if you differ with them in some detail, will you love those who don't say the shahada with the intention of wanting for them to see the goodness because they were created by that Allah who made me in the same way He made me, He made them. Look at those around you who are not Muslim. Do you care for them? If you don't, you haven't understood Allah. Because Allah made them. They are equally important in the eyes of Allah. If He did not want, He would not have made them. So if you're a believer in Allah, you will learn to look at those who are not Muslim, those who don't like you, and you will learn to nod your head and say, My Allah is your Allah. Who made me, made you. You are my brother in humanity to say the least. And when it comes to the rest, rest of the creation, including animals and so on, we are actually created by the same maker. Hence, we are not allowed to harm even the animals. So we need to correct our heart. And I'm telling you this passionately. Today on the globe, we are witnessing fighting, killing, people destroying. Imagine, Allah is the most merciful. Don't you agree? We say, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. So many times that the non-Muslims know that sentence. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. 
in the name of the owner of mercy we are being merciless how in the name of the owner of mercy we are being merciless using his name we claim that we should harm hurt hate and spread corruption and chaos on earth in the name of who in the name of the most just in the name of the most merciful the most forgiving in the name of the one who is the most beneficent the one who is the most forgiving and kind etc etc we use his name and we hurt people we hurt others how can that make us good muslims let me give you another example the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam has been described as a mercy to mankind listen to what allah says وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَاكَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً لِلْعَالَمِينَ I have not sent you for any other reason or I have not sent you except as a mercy to Al-Alameen Al-Alameen meaning the worlds to all Allahu Akbar He was sent as a what? He was sent as a what? Tell yourself and ask yourself He was sent as a what? As a mercy And with his name we are merciless. With his name we hurt. With his name we hate. With his name we spread hatred. How can we be true followers of the one sent as a mercy when someone urinated in the masjid? He treated that person with utmost respect to correct them because he knew if I can reach out to someone who has urinated in the house of Allah in a way that he is guided, then it is the best possible thing and it's the best example to be followed with us. There are people who read five salah in the masjid just like us. But because they don't do what we do exactly the same way we believe they should, we spread hate, we want to hurt, we want to kill, we want to damage, we want to destroy in the name of the most merciful who is Allah and the one who was sent as mercy who is the messenger. How? Surely it's time we change that. Surely it's time we spoke about it openly. You speak about someone speak good about them if they have made a mistake go and correct them but don't spread hate because you will cause killing you will cause harm you will cause destruction don't no matter who they are people of other faiths if they don't like you prove them wrong why do you prove them right allahu akbar people don't like you they spread hate about you someone swears you one word and you swear them back 10 times they've been vindicated you just prove them correct But if they swear you one time go back to the messenger peace be upon him he says a mu'min a believer's tongue is too pure to utter a swear word so you look you smile and you prove them wrong there will come a time when they will have to nod their heads and they will say these people are really amazing people that's what happened with the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam so surah al-hujurat tells you all of this and it also tells you watch out for fake news you know what's fake news you hear about someone and you believe what you heard without verifying without asking without seeing first hand you can see first hand you don't need to see second hand sometimes we don't even trust our own intellect so we don't want to hear it first hand people tell you this man is very bad don't even go don't even listen so we don't go we don't listen why because our intellect is so weak that we are doubting ourselves if you know your product is powerful why are you worried about the other products on the market i give you an example if you have 20 different types or brands of tissue 20 different brands of tissue paper all for the same price and in the center there is one known as clinics which one will you pick if they were all the same price 
you will leave all those brands and you will probably go for the clinics. Why? Because it is a brand that is proven. It knows this, meaning it, it, it does what it is supposed to. It is actually well priced, for example. Or if it is the same price, why do I need to go for something else? Did clinics ever talk about the other brands when they were marketing? Did they ever market in a way that they told you don't buy the others? The others are bad. They don't do this. They did not say one word. They only made sure their brand was a good brand. We have Islam which is way beyond that example. It speaks for itself. You don't need to harm. You don't need to hurt. You don't need to kill. You don't need to actually talk about the others and how bad they are. Speak about how good you are. What do you have? that you think people would want. What is your product? Speak about your product. Speak about the goodness you have. You don't need to speak about the evil of this and that, etc., etc. by mentioning names and creating hatred. Yes, we will make clear what we believe is wrong when it is glaring us or when we have to, but in a respectful way. If I see a person drinking alcohol, committing adultery, getting hooked onto pornography, I may respectfully, respectfully let them know that this is bad. This is dangerous and explain why, but in a respectful manner, not in order to hate. When a person, your son, is hooked onto adultery, for example, or pornography, would you hate them to the degree that you curse them, you kick them, you throw them out, you do this, you, or would you love to see that they quit the habit and come back to you and say, my dad, you've actually taught me a good lesson, I'm no longer as I used to be. What would you like? You would like the latter, not the former. The same applies, we are all brothers and sisters. We are all part of one family. Why do you like it for your son and you don't like it for the sons of others? Why do you want your son to get help and the others to disgrace them? This is what Surah Al-Hujurat tells us. Indeed, all believers are brothers. All believers are brothers. So, one hand, Allah is showing you in Surah Al-Hujurat, your relationship with Allah, with the Messenger, then with the believers, then with the disbelievers. So all of this is discussed in the same Surah. Allah says to us, and I was mentioning this a little bit earlier, watch out for fake news. When someone comes to you with information, verify it, make sure that you look into it very deeply. If it is concerning you, yes, you may want to verify before you believe it because it's very easy to control the minds of the people who don't have a sound understanding of what to do and what not to do when they hear a piece of information. Fake news. Today people talk about fake news, fake news because they are worried. The Quran spoke about it 1400 and something odd years back. Make sure that you authenticate the news thoroughly because you might say something wrong about others and you will regret it at some stage. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us. How many times do we think someone is evil yet they are a good person? And how many times we think someone is good yet they are not good for us? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a deep understanding. So this beautiful surah, surah al-hujurat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the etiquette of listening to information and processing it before allowing it to seep through into your system. May Allah grant us goodness. How great is the deen of Islam? Unfortunately today, wars have erupted based on fake news. People are divorced based on a fake rumor. Subhanallah. People have destroyed relationships based on something false. 
We are not prepared to build, we are prepared to destroy. Yet your duty and your test on earth is how much you're going to build, never how much you're going to destroy. Did Allah send you and I and humankind onto earth in order to destroy? Not at all. Allah sent us to build. Allah sent us to build, to guide, to reach out to. But sadly, we don't reach out. We are quick to do exactly the opposite. Today, my brothers and sisters, you see, if you look at these verses of the Quran, Allah tells you, when two brothers are fighting, make sure you try to make peace between them. Allahu Akbar. When two brothers from the believers are quarreling, fighting, make peace between them. And if you're really going to get involved thereafter, make sure you have found out who was right and who was wrong. Usually we have a bad habit of going to the better of the two and telling them, forgive, don't worry, it's okay. How long am I going to keep forgiving for? So the good people need to suffer and the bad people, we just need to keep raising them and raising them and raising them. So Allah says, if they don't want to make the peace, then you make sure that you side with the one who is correct. You side with the one who is right. You side with the one who is upright. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us and guide us. Now we have a major disaster. What is it? People start fighting with one another because they take people out of the fold of Iman and Islam and say this man is not a mu'min. So when you say the mu'minin are brothers, they say but they are not mu'min. So one of shaitan's plans is after you say la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah, shaitan will come to you and make you think that it's only your kalima that is valid, the rest of them are not. That is a trap of shaitan. Watch out and be careful because Allah says, وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتُ بَعْضُهُمْ أَوْلِيَاءُ The mu'mineen, the believers, they protect one another. They stand up for one another. And if they don't, you know what will happen? They will be treaded all over, trampled over. So Allah says, the believers, they have qualities for one another. Shaitan knows this. So shaitan comes to you and makes you think, but he's not a believer, so then it's okay. How dare you think that way? Do you understand? So you take people out of the fold of Islam. Yet when the Prophet ﷺ used to ask, the people used to say the shahada and that was it. At that stage, it stopped there. I'm not saying do not discuss your differences. I'm not saying do not educate one another regarding what is going on. No, do it respectfully without hurt or hate. Remember that. Do it respectfully without hurt or hate. Because we need to be concerned not only about our generations that are to come and how they treat each other with differences. Our children will have the same differences that we have had with society and community. If we have not taught them how to deal with differences, wallahi, we will find the same fighting and killing in our own children. This is why we are saying, don't think you're a big muscle man when you start attacking people. You're not. You're actually so weak and so... May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. May Allah grant us goodness and guidance. When a person begins to attack others, they are so, so much lacking of their self-confidence. They are doubting their own product. So in order to promote their product, they need to attack other products. For what? Why? When you're confident, you only speak about the good. And if you want to tackle that which is bad, you do it in a way that your children will learn how to differ in opinion with others.
This is addressed in Surah Al-Hujurat to watch out. Be careful. We are brothers. Al-Mu'minuna ikhwa. The believers are brothers. And guess what? Even those who don't believe, they are brothers of a different level. Brothers in humanity, sisters in humanity. How many of us have family members who are not Muslim? What are we taught about them? We are taught, لَأَنْ يَهْدِيَ اللَّهُ بِكَ رَجُلًا وَاحِدًا خَيْرٌ لَكَ مِنْ حُمْرٍ نَعَمٍ That they are not yet Muslim. If Allah were to use you to guide even a single person towards the goodness, it is better for you than the material items that this world has. My brothers and sisters, what valuable lessons we have. What valuable lessons we have. That surah continues. That surah continues. And I want every one of us to go back home and to pick up surah number 49 of the Quran and read its meaning. It will change your life if you want to put it into practice. When I said at the beginning, we say we are Muslim, but we have not yet submitted. Do you know the meaning of Islam is peace? And it also means to submit. So if you were to translate, I am a Muslim into English, it would mean I'm a submitter. Are you really a submitter? Are you really a submitter? Subhanallah. Are you really the kind, good person who allows Allah's message and the messenger's message to take preference over what's in your brain and mind when hate overtakes you, when disaster overtakes you, when jealousy overtakes you, envy overtakes you, or do you say no? Forget about all of that. At the moment, I need to survive. May Allah grant us goodness. You see, that is why Allah says, look, not only should you not fight and kill, but anything that leads to that, stop it. Allah says, don't scoff at each other. O believers, O you who believe, don't mock at each other. Don't. Why? Because it's going to lead to something else. O women, don't mock at each other. That's what the Quran says. O men, don't mock at each other. Don't make a joke about each other. Don't hurt each other. Don't backbite about one another. Don't spy on one another. The same verses of Surah Al-Hujurat. Watch out. Don't spy on each other. Don't eavesdrop on each other. Don't call each other bad names. A dog and a pig and a cow and a monkey and a donkey, etc. We call people bad names and we think we are submitters. How did you submit? The Quran is telling you not to do it and you're doing it. And you still have the audacity to say, I submit. You submitted with what? How did you submit? When you're calling people bad names, the Quran says, Don't call each other with bad names. Yes, if there is a nickname that someone likes, it's okay. But if you call someone even with a nickname that they don't like, you're not a true submitter. You have gone against the command of Allah. Why is this so important? Because Allah is telling you, you call each other bad names, you backbite. Backbiting means to say something behind the back of a person that if the person were to hear it, they would not like it. They would feel hurt, they would feel bad. You do not scoff at each other, you do not mock at each other, etc, etc. Because if you do any of these things, it's going to result in the splitting of the societies and the communities and the hatred of the people on earth, which will then result in fighting, which will then result in killing, and you have destroyed the whole purpose of existence on earth. You see how Allah addresses it? And all after that, Allah tells us, and I've not gone through every single verse, obviously our time is always limited, but Allah tells us thereafter, after He spoke about His relationship or ours with His and ours with the messenger, peace be upon him, and ours with the rest of the believers, then he says, oh people, even those who don't believe, I want you to know something about them. 
even the disbelievers, those who might not like you, those who might like you, those who don't agree with you, those who want to fight you, all of them, we want to tell you something about them, Allah says. يَا أَيُّهَا النَّاسُ إِنَّا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ Remember, we have created you from a single male and female. Remember, we have created you from a single male and female. One male and female. وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِنَ لِتَعَارَفُوا From those two, we have made you into different people and tribes in order that you recognize one another. Not in order that you discriminate, not in order that you hate, not in order that you become a racist, not in order that you become a nepotist, not in order that you become someone who dislikes those who are from a certain nationality or a certain race or a certain part of the world or a certain skin color or a certain complexion. So Allah tells you, be careful and be mindful of the fact that your father is one man, your mother is one woman. Watch out. Be careful. Allahu Akbar. If you and I truly believe that, there will be no room for hatred in our hearts. For people, rather, for the deeds they do sometimes, or whatever mistakes they are making. When you see a man with a bottle, alcohol, drinking, and really causing trouble because he's intoxicated, what would you do? If you're a true believer, rather than hate him, you would hate the habit. And you would pray to Allah, Oh Allah, help him to eradicate the habit. Guide him towards goodness. Today, what do we do? You see a man or a woman doing something wrong. The first thing we want to do is beam it. Show the picture of it. Show the video of it on Instagram, on Facebook, through the whole world. Look what I saw this man do. Is that a submitter? Is that a believer to disgrace someone? When Surah Al-Hujurat tells you not to disgrace people, and here we are disgracing others, even if it was disgracing with a nickname, what about disgracing them by exposing a sin that was between them and Allah? If you're a true believer, you feel in your heart, Oh Allah, Oh Allah, just like you've guided me, keep on guiding me. Don't let me go astray. The weaknesses I have, help me through them. You've covered a lot of my sins. Ya Allah, cover them. Grant me goodness, the ability to leave them. And this man too, O oh Allah, help him in the same way and in an even bigger way. Allahu Akbar. Now you're a true believer. Now you understand. If Allah tells you not to harm animals, what do you think about harming human beings? Subhanallah. I want to end off with an example of the Prophet, peace be upon him. Umar ibn al-Khattabi radiallahu anhu who had bad intentions. He was an enemy of Islam. He didn't like the Muslims. He wanted to hurt the Prophet, peace be upon him. The Prophet, peace be upon him, made a dua for him to be guided to Islam. Oh Allah, soften this man's heart. Bring him towards the deen. You know what happened? The dua was answered. How many of us are ready to follow that example of the most loving, the most kind of all humankind, the one who was sent as a mercy, not just to mankind, but to entire creation, the one who was sent to a mercy to all. Are you ready to follow his example? If the answer is yes, pray for those who hate you, who dislike you. Pray for them and have hope that Allah will bring them. Allah will soften their hearts. When they see you, would you actually smile and acknowledge them as your brother and sister? 
in humanity from the same mother and father that Allah has spoken about in Surah Al-Hujurat. And Allah says, إِنَّ أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ Indeed, the most honorable from amongst you in the eyes of Allah is the one whose relationship with Allah is the most powerful. Subhanallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us. May Allah grant us barakah in what we've heard and blessings. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'ani wa sunnah wa nafa'ani wa iyaakum bima fihima min al-ayati wa al-hikmah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa li sa'iri al-muslimin. Fa astaghfiruhu innahu jawadun kareem.